1: accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
0: Visit Summer Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at summerweekhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and and educate. educate.
1: Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweed's Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle.
2: I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweed's Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health
1: and well-being. Let Tumbleweed's Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
0: All right, folks. Oh, we gotta turn that down. Yeah, the just the volume on all the way down. Thank you. Now you can hear me, right? Without doubling up. <laughs> we we may as well double it up because uh we're up. what? We're up, double up you're up, batter up. Oh, we were saying go Bills. <laughs> And 124 days until Christmas. Welcome to weekday Wednesday. Closest, first five minutes. Four minutes and 20 seconds to go. Has cut out. <laughs> it's a sign. Apologies. Apologize. Expect my fourth hat. 124 days. Oh my lord. Lord. Oh, get them fiddle songs ready. <laughs> this one, because they're all the same. <laughs> Natalie, she's like oh, rude. <laughs> Hey, who's been to a fiddle concert? Raise your hand. Me. <laughs> Three songs in, I'm like, wait, she just played this song. <laughs> Doing a little chapel. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like this. <laughs> That's pretty good for Riverdance. <laughs> Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Your host, Bellstar Silver Sisters, quietly. <laughs> Making comments in the corner, and Cannabis Kid is nowhere to be found. All right, I'm on my phone, but if you want to call in, go ahead. We dare you, 646-915-8421. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, my God, 10 years. 12 years. Not 10, 12 years. 12 years we've been doing this. That's crazy. I was thinking um, yesterday, still haven't had our 12-year anniversary radio show, but kind of because somebody's missing. Uh, I was thinking about Mr. Robert Plattshorn the other day. Oh, so sad. Oh, I love you. I love you, Robert. You are awesome. Biggest bomb. In the- <laughs> <Whew>. Anyway. <clears throat> huh? Sky bomb. <laughs> and it's always clean and always full. <laughs> And never broken. Look at this. I did it again. Look at that. Carefully might suck a shard up in there. Yeah. 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 Fine, fine. <laughs> Welcome to Weed Sing Wednesday. <clears throat> All right. Well, if you're in Arizona, uh, well, if you're anywhere, you can go to Tumble Weeds Health Center.
2: Welcome.
0: But if you want to get certified and you're anywhere in Arizona, we can certify you anywhere in Arizona. Because we could do it via technology, lighting system, lighting system. Um, absolutely. Technology is leading the way. Uh, if you want to know what you can get certified for in the great state of Arizona, it go to some the center to come. Book an appointment right there. But below that, there's your list. PTSD, you have to have records. Ongoing to every year, but does it have to be a psychiatrist? Or can it can be a medical doctor or a nurse practitioner. Just somebody. Usually, a psychiatrist, but sometimes we get other diagnoses of that from other doctors. But it can't be from our doctor. It has to be ongoing. Cancer. Um, most of these you will have records for already. Glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain. State considers chronic pain 60 days or more. You can't just stub your toe and come in. (laughs) Although we know it hurts and cannabis helps. No. Severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, all seizures. HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, hexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, tremors, fat. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just the treatment. So if you didn't hear your ailment on the list but your ailment, medication, or treatment causing something on the list, you can get your card for that. So um, bring what records you have. Come see us. If you're under 18, you will need to see two more doctors. You have to have a guardian or parent who's going to become your caregiver. It's quite costly, but um if your child needs it, we can help you with that. Well we do also make house calls. We still do that. Some people still like us to actually go to their house. Um, so yeah, we should look up our house. We got some All right. Some are we tested.
2: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call,
0: 520-838-4430. Uh, you can just come on down to 4826 East uh, East Broadway Boulevard. Is that where we are? Too many addresses. <laughs> yeah, well, we are also at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard with good they get on down there it's a beautiful shop we have really cool hemp and CD products all legal but so don't think you're going to your get Delta hoo-ha that's going to get you arrested making Delta now. <laughs> yeah all the Delta hoo except for THC Backstreet Boys <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, the real stuff, kid, you know, it's good for you. And I just started pop- – can you hear me now? Now you can hear me? All right. Switching back. Now I'm good? Oh, boy. All right. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. 124 days until Christmas. All right. How far did we get? <laughs> uh, all right. So let's look into some – Check out the news. Where did the news go? Oh, AZMarijuana.com switches their website all the time, keeping it fresh. Um, another Arizona new dispensary is opening uh, on Friday. Um, ooh, Arizona cannabis brand launches 100% solventless live rosin vape. Ooh, that's what I go for—live rosin or, or the resin. Um, because it's pure. There's nothing, there's no chemicals or anything involved. It's just plant-drippings of good love and oil. <laughs> Arizona-based cannabis lifestyle brand Timeless Vape has just introduced its first live rosin product. Ooh. Timeless Azul, to the Arizona medical and adult-use marijuana market, Timeless Azul is the brand's first 100% percent solventless, terpene-rich, Live rosin vape cartridge crafted with the cannabis connoisseur in mind. It is produced in limited quantities and made with premium fresh frozen flour and features a Jupiter EVO cartridge specifically designed for rosin. Ooh. Azul will be initially available in five strains. Kembao, Kembo, Kembo. Cambo, Kembo. Kembo. Uh-huh. Modified bananas. How is it modified? Banana. I love anything banana. Um, insane plantain. Banana. GMO times root beer. Root beer. And wedding pie. <laughs> you guys and your crazy new strain. Timeless will be hosting an in-store giveaway at select. Arizona Dispensaries to win a Terp Cooler, an essential part of any connoisseur stash to keep rosin at the optimal temperature for consumption. O-M-G. Someone came up with another. All right. Follow Timeless Fates on social media for updates. All right. Isn't that pretty? It's blue. It's very blue. Um, But they don't show... Um, limited time, limited run strain starting Friday, August 11th. That was a few days ago. Um, uh, so you can, you can, uh, harvest and true leaf has them. Health for life, cure leaf has them. Uh, nature med in Tucson has them. Um, they're all over. Uh, uh, Gilbert Mesa, uh, Glendale, Chandler, Cave Creek, Dunlap—you name it, they're everywhere. While supplies last, Wedding Pie. Mm. Um, vape. It's a vape. Maybe it's a, maybe it's filled already. Maybe it's a tiny little uh, first live rosin product, solventless rosin vape cartridge. There it is. You missed it. Crafted with the cannabis connoisseur in mind. All right, well, there you have it, Azul. I wouldn't mind trying some banana strains, even the plantain, which we know what it is. New Jersey, cannabis tax revenue provides $5 million to violent prevention. Hmm? South Dakota's medical cannabis program shatters projections. Dakota. <laughs> of course it did. Oklahoma, Oklahoma Sheriff Auctions Office seized pot farm. What? We're going. Let's do this. We're going to get a pot farm in Oklahoma. Get out of here. They did not. An illegal pot farm is up for grabs on an auctioning website and law enforcement officers from a sheriff's office in Oklahoma are the ones selling it. After a surge in both legal and illegal cannabis operations, these assets are left behind in the aftermath. The Johnston County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. Well, Tishomingo, Oklahoma posted the seized farm on BidsforAssets.com, a Maryland-based auction website featuring 19.24 acre lot near Coleman. Bids will be available September 1st to September 13th at an online auction. (laughs) Oh, we're gonna. Oh, wow. And you go over there and it can't be reached because it's probably like out of control busy. Other seized items are up for grabs as well. The list of seized assets includes grow lights, light controllers, HVAC distributors, etc. The opening bid is seven hundred fifty-five thousand and six dollars, and a single $25,000, 25035 thousand and thirty-five dollar deposit, including a thirty-five dollar non-refundable processing fee is required to participate. Deposits must be received here by for assets no later than the end of day on Wednesday, September sixth. Well, if you try to go there, um that site can't be reached. And I bet because they're just bombarded with people trying to get uh nope, still can't get there. Um all right. <laughs> We're looking, quote, we're looking to find buyers who will take ownership of this property and use it responsibly, which was certainly not happening under the previous owners. County Sheriff Gary Dodd said in a statement, quote, let it be known throughout the county that if you use your farm to grow illegally, we will seize it and we will sell it. Quote. Woo, doggie. Now they do it in Oklahoma. Woo. The bid comes with the following disclaimers. Quote, Johnson County Sheriff's Office retains the right to reject any and all bids for any reason. Johnson County Sheriff's Office may withdraw this property from the auction at any time before or during the sale. Johnson County Sheriff's Office reserves the right to cancel the sale of a property at any time prior to the issuance of the deed. I wonder if you get your money back in that case local and state law enforcement agents periodically raid legal grow operations seizing millions of dollars worth of illegal cannabis. At one farm near Coleman, authorities reportedly seized about 20,000 illegally grown cannabis plants valued at over $30 million. Hmm. The Oklahoman reports that in a news release, bid for assets said it, quote, collaborated, quote, with sheriffs and attorneys to pass legislation allowing foreclosure auctions to be conducted online. On May 25th, 2022, Governor Kevin Stitt signed Senate Bill 976, spearheaded by Senator Casey Murdoch. Uh, Oklahoma's black market for cannabis has been a major issue. In 2021, a senior senator from Oklahoma sought millions of dollars in federal funds to battle illegal cannabis-growing operations the state. Senator James Inhofe, a Republican, asked for $4 million in federal funds to help Oklahoma drug law enforcement agents fight illegal operations, according to local television station KFOR. The illicit operations have frustrated the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics. KFOR reports that the Bureau's director, Donnie Anderson, has expressed worry. If international drug organizations and cartels could move into Oklahoma to take advantage of medical cannabis, as Anderson and other state officials see it, these organizations, cartels, are procuring a legitimate medical cannabis license that they use to cultivate, and then are selling the product to surrounding states where pot prohibition is still in place. Oklahoma voters legalized the use and sale of medical cannabis. When they approved State Question 788 in 2018, a ballot measure that created the most loosely regulated legal cannabis market in the nation. I wonder what State Question 788 was. Are you on weed? Do you like weed? Do you have weed? Do you want weed? Do you use weed? Do you know someone that uses weed? Do you like weed? (laughs) Do you need weed? Put your weed in it. What do you use to put your weed in it? (laughs) <laughs> everything. If you answered any yes to any of the above, 788 has it. Fox 23 reported that Oklahoma produces 30 times the amount of cannabis it actually needs. 32 times, sorry. It produces 32 times the amount of cannabis it actually needs. How do they know that? The Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority, OMA, O-M-M-A, published a study demonstrating that Oklahoma produces a lot more cannabis than the consumers can handle. (laughs) The study found the supply-and-demand ratio in Oklahoma is 64 grams of regulated medical cannabis supplied for every one gram of demand for a licensed patient. The study reads, quote, The study states a ratio of two grams of supply for every one gram of demand is a healthy market, putting Oklahoma's functional supply-and-demand ratio At 32 to 1, 2 to 1 is healthy, 32 to 1 is not such a good healthy ratio. In May of 2022, Oklahoma lawmakers passed Bill 3208, which put a two-year pause issuing new licenses for medical cannabis businesses at the time. Mark Woodward, Public Information Officer for the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics, OBN, said that the state approved over 2,200 medical cannabis dispensaries making oversight of the businesses by state uh, regulators a big logistical challenge. 2,200? 2, oh. Woo. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's a tremendous amount of dispensaries, Woodward told KTUL in Tulsa. Well, it's more than California, Oregon, Alaska, Washington, Nevada, and New Mexico combined. Um, A few things are being done to help control the market. Oklahoma lawmakers passed a dozen bills last year that are designed to tighten regulations on the state's medical cannabis industry, including a requirement that new dispensaries and cultivation operations be located at least 1,000 feet from schools going on now. Last March, Oklahoma voters rejected a state question that would have allowed for adult use cannabis following a rash opposition from faith leaders, law enforcement and prosecutors. Faith leaders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go, Oklahoma. So what is that going now? If not, well Ah! We made me sleepy, see? When you're sleepy, you shouldn't do Sleepy <laughs> but don't do Sleepy week. Well, all right, let's see what else is going on in the news. So, folks, you want to come down and get certified, and you want some reasons to get certified. One of the biggest reasons that people come to us after going to the dispensaries, they go in there, and they're like, they buy an eight, an and they're paying 25% sales tax. That's just too darn much sales tax, way too much, 25%. Over the top, over the edge. So, come on down, get certified. And it's the eight point seven six seven, eight point seven. When you're medical, you get more cannabis. Um, you get stronger cannabis, and you get it more. You get you can have two and a half ounces every two weeks. In the recreational program, you get an ounce the story. You also only get a half a gram of um, concentrate and for people that are needing like RSO and things like that, that's not quite enough. So in the medical program you can get a lot of concentrate and get your RSO, a lot of it and it's not that expensive these days. Um, they're like 40 or 50 bucks a vial for it. It's not so bad used to be really, 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 really expensive, but I think they've learned how to extract it, bigger machines, easier process. So anyway, I know, they tear, they tear around these corners here. Um, come on down to Tumbleweeds at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. If you have any one of these conditions, you can get certified. PTSD, cancer, severe nausea, seizure, including epilepsy. Uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, uh, including dementia, hexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or just a medical or just a treatment of a chronic or debilitating medical condition that causes any one of those conditions and more, uh,
2: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
0: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're on the southeast side. And if you want to do telemedicine, we do offer that as well. We are still waiting for the bill to pass, uh, the one that makes... um, it's free for veterans, but you still have to pay SB uh, 1466. You still have to pay your doctor fee, your processing, but if you're a veteran, the state fee only would be free. Not everything else. It's gonna knock a lot of money off your bill. 150 bucks.
1: So we
0: yeah, hundred fifty dollars. So yeah, it would be a hundred bucks to get your card. So and 150. yeah, and one fifty. Yeah, if you're on food stamps, crazy crazy. Oh, that's right. Food stamps are gone. It's everybody. That's it. That's it. That's the ticket. No more food stamps. They get. Yeah, um, they have a lot of headaches with food stamps, and they figure that giving you. You know, a major break, hundred big hundred dollars off, just a fifty dollar fee now for two years. So it's twenty five bucks for the two years, which is pretty darn good. And that actually, that does rival the state of California. But they have so many doctors, their doctor fees. Ah, oh, same as Colorado. All right, kids. Well, you know what else we love. That's right. Give us a call 520-838-4430 and you can also do this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: into my house, like what up, I got some good pot, I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop, ice in the fridge, it used to be frosty, my friends like, damn that's a stone ass donkey, rolling in hella hot, looking like a deep of time dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries, draped in a smuggy with my girl sitting next to me, probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice. Hello, hello, my main man, Obama. A couple states have just reform their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no. The DPAs will be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, lookin' for a bot shop. This is fucking awesome. you a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a fight shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to hold old love. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. the people have agreed a All right. Oh, are
0: we back? Are we back? All right. Welcome back to DJ Wednesday. 124 days until Christmas, folks. Get your stockings ready. Get those books and socks and underwear and DVDs and new TVs and, you know, all the fun stuff. Video games. Video games. All right. Welcome to Bees Day Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want to call in live, if you have comments, questions, anything, 646 915 do one. If you want to be on the show you can call in or email THC at gmail
2: and
0: we'll have you on air. All right. In fact we got we have a guest coming up, I believe, next week. Is it next week? Yes we do. Next week we've got Claudia Post coming on air. So stay tuned. And then we've got more guests coming. So stay even tuners. Huh, <laughs> get tuned. All right. I tune Get to. All right. What's going on in the cannabis world? Uh, if you have any interesting stories, you can shoot us an email or call us. Let's see what else is going on. Oof. Michigan's now on pace to become a three billion dollar cannabis market in twenty twenty three. Oh, Michigan. Wow. Woohoo. Lessons in cannabis patent and trademark protection. Yeah, I bet that's a big one. Oregon cannabis operators on brink of financial collapse as trade group sues regulators over testing. Well, yeah, testing is a, is a is an interesting subject. How many dispensaries have you been into recently? None. Even before that, do you see test results anywhere? No. Probably have to ask for them, but yeah, all right. Let's see. What happened with Oregon cannabis operators, and what's with that picture? Is that cannabis, it's a pretty blue uh, sea sponge. It looks like something from the ocean. All right, Oregon's largest cannabis trade association is teaming up with cultivators to sue state regulators over new Asper, aspergillus testing standards. The, the plaintiffs say are uns, uh, unsupported by adequate scientific data or evidence. Uh, it's a, uh, Aspergillus is a common mold, a type of fungus that lives indoors and outdoors according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. The Cannabis Industry Alliance of Oregon, the CIAO, whose members include 41 licensed processors, 111 farmers, 200 retailers, and 30 wholesalers, along with Southern Oregon Family Farms Cooperative, S-O-F-F, and Eugene-based cultivator Cana Essentials, filed an emergency motion July 28th <clears throat> in the Oregon Court of Appeals requesting a judge to halt the recently adopted testing rules. Specifically, the motion is calling for suspension of uh, PCR compliance testing and metric reporting um for aspergillus i want to say asparagus aspergillus aspergillus according to a ciao press release quantitative polymerase chain reaction to pcr is a laboratory technology used for measuring dna an organ now requires aspergillus Testing for the cannabis industry to be performed using a QPCR analyst or other certified DNA-based method. The fungus is what we're going to call it. Oh, all right. COVID testing on plants. The plaintiffs in the emergency motion argue Oregon's cannabis stakeholders, quote, will suffer severe and irreparable harm, quote, long before the court can fully review and issue a ruling on the validity of this new testing standard. Quote, well, the current testing requirements are inconsistent, confusing, and exorbitantly costly, leading to disastrous financial consequences for cannabis business across Oregon. Three unique and invaluable to Oregon's culture and economy is being pushed to the brink of financial collapse by these regulations. This situation calls for urgent intervention to ensure survival of the thriving industry. Oregon's new cannabis testing rules were adopted March 31, 2022 by the Oregon Health Authority with the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission. OLCC, overseeing industry regulations, but the changes related to testing for uh, microbiological contaminants of containment and heavy metals did not go into effect until March uh, 1st of 2023, when cannabis harvest became subject to a more stringent threshold for four pathogenic species of the fungus. This threshold has caused a among licensed cultivators in Oregon with initial R and D flower testing uh, failure rates clocking in at 23% for microbiological contaminants related to the aspergillus content for the four months following March 1st implementation. For licensed cultivators, this often means adding remediation costs to their already razor thin margins that begin shrinking in late 2021 and show no mercy in 2022. The median wholesale price for dried flour dipped from a thousand per pound uh, in October to 600 per pound, oh, October 21 to 600 pound in October 22, where it still hovered according to the OLCC. $600. That's crazy. That is crazy. After the remedi- uh, remediation services presently available on the market come with their own set of questions. Oh, and what are they? What happens to the cannabis plant? What do consumers need to know about all this? The team at CIAO, which has held weekly video meetings on this testing subject throughout the year, insists in its brief that there is no clear-cut solution to this problem. Well, because of the difficulties and expenses (laughs) of mitigating uh, a scurgulous risk prior to testing, most indoor producers and all outdoor producers will have to focus on post-testing uh, remediation if any cannabis material tests positive for the presence of the spiritualists, the CIAO wrote. Even in this, Oregon's cannabis producers are left with few costly options and no guarantees. Um, <clears throat> although there are some methods of uh, remediation, CIAO is unaware of any remediation option that both, one, guarantees that the remediated cannabis will be 100% free of its source or the fungus, and two, does not affect the terpenes, THC content or otherwise degrade the cannabis. Of the available options, irradiation appears to be the most effective remediation technique. However, CIO understands from its members that irradiation has a significant negative impact on the remediated cannabis material. Wow, this is a lot. Uh, Myron Chadowitz, who founded Can Essentials in August 2015 with his cousin Shane Kramer, recently told Cannabis Business Times that the new testing standards are putting his farm out of business. The costs involved in the extra testing, the remediation, plus everything we're doing around the farm to try to beat the, plus having to hold flour back, we are in our death rows right now he said can Essentials operates its farms using climate-controlled greenhouses with assisted lighting. The structures are intended to provide some of the benefits of indoor cultivation while still cultivating plants in living natural soil in this declaration to the appellate court the comp- uh, that complemented the motion Chadowitz wrote that can Essentials has exhausted multiple remediation avenues but has been unable to provide 100% certainty of aspergillus culture and spore removal without significant impairment to either the quality of the cannabis flower produced or the organic methods used to obtain it. Hmm. Quote, no such remediation solutions are currently present on the market, he wrote. If Essentials is forced to comply with the zero tolerance um, Asparagus test, testing rule, it will most likely be out of business in a matter of weeks. Quote, while cannabis growers are not required to disclose that they have remediated their flower to label can essential products to say that they've been treated with irradiation. He told CBT that despite the ethics at play, the dis- this disclosure has not helped his products sell in dispensaries. Chadowitz is one of three licensed cultivators who filed declarations for July 28th in support of judicial review in the Oregon Court, uh, in the Oregon's Court of Appeals. John Neeway, principal at Mill Creek Growers, LLC, and Brian Neistrath, principal at Rolling Cascades Farm, LLC, also filed declarations. Neistrath wrote that he began focusing, focus, focusing specifically specifically on cannabis cultivation in 2016 after Oregon's adult use market moved into full swing the previous year. An A- and SOFF cooperative member, Rolling Cascades Farm, is certified by Sun Plus Earth, an organization dedicated to ensuring outdoor cannabis cultivation uses organic and regenerative methods. The goal of Rolling Cascades Farm um, And any organic method, Nystrath wrote, is to encourage a healthy natural microbiological biome that allows um, (coughs) plants and soil to regulate themselves without the need of harsh chemicals. However, Aspergillus is not considered to be a serious agricultural pest, partially because it is endemic and not destructive to the plant's health and for cannabis in particular is not known to grow at relative humidity present in properly dried and cured cannabis he wrote because RFC's cultivation is done under full sun and without any greenhouses it is impossible for RCF to control whether or not its cannabis plants are exposed to free floating aspergillus in the air or its spores. So OLCC according to NYSTRAS has not provided rolling cascades with any guidelines on how to ensure its outdoor crops can be fungus-free. This claim is at the heart of the emergency motion filed last week. According to plaintiffs, the Oregon Health Authority is now requiring licensed cannabis operators to ensure their products are free from any trace of four of the most common species in the genus, Aspergillus. and the motion claims this requirement is singling out the cannabis industry. Similar thresholds are not imposed on any other agricultural producers, including the tobacco industry. Quote: These four species of aspergillus are endemic and ubiquitous to Oregon and worldwide. Their spores are airborne. Multiple scientific studies have concluded that avoiding inhalation of the spores in the air is impossible and that, Humans routinely inhale the spores simply by going about their daily lives. The motion states, quote, while aspergillus does not pose some risk of infection, the risk is limited to a small number of uh, immunocompromised individuals, quote. Most people breathe in aspergillus spores every day without getting sick, according to the CDC. People with weakened immune systems or lung diseases are at higher risk of developing health problems, including allergic reactions, lung infections, infections of other organs due to this fungus. However, aspergillosis, the infection caused by this, is not a, quote, reportable infection, quote, in the United States. Uh, So the exact number of cases is not easy to determine, according to the CDC. At Mill Creek Growers in Polk County, a CIAO member Niway indicated in his declaration statement that the investments needed to eliminate any risk of aspergillus present in cannabis harvest would be detrimental to Mill Creek cultivation business. Mill Creek greenhouses are open to the environment and cannot feasibly be converted into aseptic clean rooms. Uh, Niwey wrote, additionally, Mill Creek growers would need to pour a concrete foundation to ensure it's drying, and trim spaces metal a metal outbuilding is free of aspergillus a prohibitively expensive investment given the cultivator's modest revenues he wrote quote well, i have spoken to representatives of the olcc and at no time did any state regulator provide <clears throat> any guidance or guarantees of how mill creek could continue its organic sustainable practices in a way that would eliminate any risk of asparagus present in its harvest. These concerns come at a time when outdoor and mixed licensed cultivators in Oregon harvested nearly 7 million pounds of cannabis, wet weight in 2022, representing more than 72% of the market, according to OLCC data. Indoor harvest made up the other 28%. This is an important distinction considering outdoor and greenhouse growers have less control over free-floating pathogens penetrating their farms and infecting their crops. Notably, the motion filed July 28th questions the Oregon Health Authority's timing for new testing rules for trace amounts of aspergillus. Why now? Quote, Oregon now has a nearly eight-year track record to look for its adult use market and a nearly 25-year history as it relates to medical marijuana. The motion states, quote, despite this long track record, there's just no data linking cannabis consumption to a higher to higher rates of aspergillosis in Oregonians <laughs> there you have it you can't you can't be totally free from fungus so i wonder who and why they want to shut down all the cannabis growers hmm. especially in Oregon Oregon come on you Oregonians that's not right yeah. very interesting though I wonder, well, anybody with immune-compromised systems probably shouldn't be inhaling anything into their lungs, especially if they have lung problems, but um, very, very interesting. All right, check it out.
1: Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your health lifestyle.
2: I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore.
1: Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
0: That's right. Give us a call. 520-838-4430. Come on down. Get certified. It's important. It helps. And you're supporting local small businesses at the same time. Look at that. Yep, rock and roll. If you want, we've got some CBD and hemp products. for about to get more down at Tumbleweed Health Center. But if you want a nice variety of collection, you can head on down to um, the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Tons of stuff to choose from. Clothing, backpacks. We have socks. Um, do we have any beanies or anything down there? No. no? Yeah. It's winter is coming. Winter's coming. Winter's coming and um we you know how folks like their beanie. Um, yeah, but we've got some socks. We have a little booty socks and regular socks down there. And booty socks and your booty shorts with your booty socks. And uh we've got and we've got lots of things. We've got some wallets and backpacks made of hemp down there, we've got some dog leashes and um collars made of hemp down there and all sorts of new products new bonds got some new we've got some new bonds new products so check it out oh quit making me tired Woo. i need some coffee or something maybe a nap be good. all right you're listening to weed Day wednesday folks thanks for tuning in let's see what else is going on in the great state of arizona um all right new dispensary opening um, renowned as a leading cultivator of premium and small batch indoor cannabis flower, Phoenix Cannabis Company has announced the grand opening of its first medical and adult use dispensary at one six nine one three East Enterprise Drive in Fountain Hills, Arizona. Doors open August twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Oh God. Are they on a mad scramble right now? They've got forty eight hours to get every single thing order. They're testing their registers. They're, they're going through and they're scanning things, making sure everything scans. That's two days from now. They're going crazy. The bookkeeper's like, where are
1: the receipts? Where are the receipts? You guys are buying things. Where are the
0: receipts? You can hear it now. All right, folks. I'm sure they're going to have some great deal. Phoenix Cannabis Co. Grand opening is planned for Friday, complete with giveaways, games, prizes, and deep discounts on a variety of cannabis, flour, edibles, and concentrates from Phoenix Cannabis Company. And store hours are Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Quote, Phoenix Cannabis Company has a tremendous following and a growing fan base of highly (laughs) engaged customers who convinced us to bring back this once abandoned line of products from the ashes by popular demand. This success has led to further expansion now resulting in the opening of our first and only dispensary. We are eagerly anticipating the opening or the opportunity to serve the Fountain Hills community with a a wide selection of top-notch recreational and medical cannabis brands and products, including our own, from Phoenix Cannabis Co., said Terrence Mendez, CEO. There you have it, Friday, Phoenix Cannabis Co., and there you can get to their website. And uh, are you 21? Yep. So you can check out their categories. They've got flowers. Oh, and they've got it coming soon. Um, they've got products. <clears throat> so you can check them out. I will put, copy, and paste their link onto the chat in case anybody is in the Phoenix area, Fountain Hills, and they want to go check them out. I wonder what fun giveaways and prizes and deep Deep discounts are going to have deep. It deep, sounds like it. Deep discounts for the road trip. Take one for the team. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, oh! You did not. You did. You took us right out. Oops! Darn fangled computers. So we wow. switched it up on me guys. Darn fangled computers. Uh oh. MasterCard has blocked cannabis transactions in Arizona. What? The... Most Arizona dispensaries only accept cash. However, some do allow customers to buy cannabis with a debit card. Unfortunately, MasterCard just told U.S. banks to block all marijuana attractions for its debit card. Newsmax reported, quote, <clears throat> The federal government considers cannabis sales illegal so these purchases are not allowed on our systems, MasterCard stated. In accordance with our policies, we instructed the financial institutions that offer payment services to cannabis merchants and connect them to MasterCard to terminate their activity. Cannabis-related businesses that facilitate PIN debit payments, CIN, are receiving cease and letters from MasterCard, leaving them to search for alternative solutions. Earlier this year, the Senate Banking Committee held its first hearing on the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, SAFE, which seeks to make it easier for the cannabis industry to access banking services. The SAFE Act would shield banks and their employees from being penalized for providing services to cannabis businesses in states where marijuana use is legal. Wow. I wonder if there... I don't want to jinx it. Nope, not going to say it. Not going to say it. Well, that's just flipping crazy. Guys, come on. Uh, (laughs) Four Arizona cities made it onto the most weed-friendly cities list. Those would be... Cannabis was once illegal nationwide, but it's become legalized for adult use in a dozen states. However, local governments have their own unique ways of regulating cannabis purchases, possession, and use. These local laws lead to some cities being much more cannabis-friendly than others. 24-7 Wall Street ranked the most marijuana-friendly cities in the United States. The rankings were based on data for specific factors that came from four different uh, sites, 14 different sites. Arizona had four cities make the list. Arizona ranked cities, Phoenix was 17th, Glendale was 22nd, Mesa was 23rd, and Scottsdale ranked 38th. Top-ranked cities were San Francisco was number one, Los Angeles, and Denver at number three. Ranking factors, access, dispensaries, head shops, home grow uh, legality, customer satisfaction, dispensary reviews, convenience, delivery services, credit cards, acceptance, lounging, cannabis hotels and lounges, entertainment, tours and events, and food, best availability. So there you have it, folks. We're in that list, and how proud are we? Thanks for tuning in to Weed's Day Wednesday. Ooh, see if you can turn that up. Maybe we won't have double. Let me see what's happening. Are we going to have double sound over there? No? Not so far? Can you hear it anyway? Yep, turn it. I mean, yeah. Anyway. We say Wednesday, folks. Thanks for listening. 12 years of We Say Wednesday. We
2: appreciate you. And um, all right. Hi, Skitty.
0: Oh, Skitty wants that front door. <laughs> uh, Claudia Post will be on next week. And then we have some more guests coming on the fall and, and a couple of weeks after that. Well, you have to move, though. You can't just be there. Do it. Remember, be smart. Be safe and educate in
2: 124
0: days until Christmas. I August 23rd, that's crazy. we we'll not smoke some weed, folks. Don't smoke sleepy weed if you have to have a day of work, though. No sleepy weed. Don't do it. Happy Weed Day. We love you. Weed Day, Wednesday. Woo-hoo!